0: There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. I have the opportunity to, to the first time I get to lead a program uh, at Oklahoma, are you kidding me, it doesn't get any better than it's this. And the biggest get. reason is, it's just, you know, this is Oklahoma, and uh, Oklahoma uh, is a is, um, uh, special yeah. All right, welcome to Sooner Surge post-game after the 88th meeting of Oklahoma-Nebraska. And, guys, I'm going to admit it, that first drive, I was a little nervous, 7-0, and then OU runs off 49 unanswered. What do you all think, guys? Tell me your thoughts on the game today. Jackson.
1: Well, I'm going to start off by saying, this is the most complete performance we've seen on both, sides of the, on both sides of the ball in a long time by OU. I mean, the offense was clicking on all cylinders most of the game. The defense played extremely well. I thought they didn't give up the big play at all, which was good, and they stopped their skill players' abilities really to make a man miss in space. I thought they tackled really well. Um, But overall, I'm just very satisfied with what I saw today. You know, I mean, obviously there's a lot more things we could talk about, but overall I think it's just a complete game and as good of a game as you could have asked for.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. There's a lot of things that I thought were really good, but again, one of the things I thought, I thought it was less vanilla on both sides of the ball. Um, Offensively, we saw more stuff, defensively, we saw more stuff. And man, I was thinking about it earlier. In my lifetime, which is only—it's not that long, 15 years. How long have you been watching OU? Football? I've been watching OU football. My first, uh, we'll say what, 2012, 2012. So about eight uh, years. Ago. Eight years. That was the best defensive performance I've seen in my entire life. In, in those eight years, I've been watching OU football. I must say, so I was very glad to see that. And offensively, I did have a little bit of worries on that first drive, but once. It, Once it kind of got going and Dylan Gabriel really kind of silenced the crowd with his big run, I I liked what I saw. And it can be better, but it looked pretty good.
0: Yeah, and I I mean, the takeaways from this game for me is, like you said, they opened up the playbook, both sides of the ball. And I I mean, it's funny when you get on Twitter, I put my phone up when the game's on, except commercials, I'll go grab my phone. Because Twitter, you know, it's always ahead of the game. And so it's just funny after that first drive, all the people on Twitter, what's Venables doing? Three down linemen. What was he doing? All the bashing. And it's like, guys, he's the best defensive line in college football for a reason. Yeah, okay. He's going to – he played three down linemen, and he said after the game the reason was is they spread you out. And if you rush four, they get rid of the ball so quick that you're wasting a guy. So you know, basically he wanted to run with the three. And who's questioning Brent Venables? I mean, the guy freaking can coach his nuts off. I, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. the guy's uh, unbelievable. I mean, his his defensive mindset is Lincoln's mindset offensively, but double the intensity.
2: Yeah, and before we get into the stats from this game, I just want to ask you if I would if I would have told you guys last night when we were recording that pregame podcast. That this was the way OU won? Uh, Seven points all game, essentially? Yeah, I wouldn't have believed it. All right, so now let's get into some stats for the 49-14 win over Nebraska. Starting with Dylan Gabriel, 16 for 27 for 230 yards and two touchdowns passing-wise. Gabriel had uh, a rushing touchdown for 64 yards. Um Eric Gray had 11 rushes for 113 yards and two touchdowns. Javante Barnes had 13 rushes for 77 yards. Uh, running back Marcus Major had 12 run, runs for 36 yards and a touchdown. Receiving-wise, Marvin Mims led the way with six rece- or four receptions for 66 yards on six targets. Jalil Farouk targeted five times, had three receptions for 58 yards and a touchdown. Drake Stoops had three receptions for 32 yards. Theo Weiss had two receptions for 46 yards and a touchdown. Braden Willis had two receptions for 19 yards and Braden Willis also was one for one with a 24 yard touch it, or touchdown pass. Marcus Major also had a 24 yard receiving touchdown. Uh, defensively, Jaron Cannon, the true freshman led the way with 10 tackles and a forced and recovered fumble. Deshaun White was next up uh, as he was in a three-way tie with Key Lawrence and David Guaybu, who all had six tackles. Deshaun White also had one sack, which was a, a tackle for loss, and he had a pass breakup. Again, Key Lawrence and David Guaybu both had six tackles. Key Lawrence forced a fumble, which was recovered by Nebraska, and had an interception and a pass breakup. Justin Harrington had a pass breakup along with five tackles, Billy Bowman, Clayton Smith, Danny Stutzman, Trey Morrison, and Shane Whittier all had four tackles. Ethan Downs had a sack and two tackles for loss. Jonah Laulu with one and a half tackles for loss. Kenai Walker had one and a half tackles for loss. And those are kind of the stats for the Sooners. Let's get into some team stats. Um, The Sooners ran for 312 yards. Threw for 268 yards on the day. Nebraska ran for 163 yards and threw for 164 yards. Total offense the Sooners were 580, Nebraska 327. So those are the stats for today's game. Um, Punt returns, also Marvin Mims returned three for 60 with his longest one being 34 yards. What jumps out from
1: those for y'all as those were stats in the 49-14 win over Nebraska? Well, I'll start out by saying Eric Gray is the first thing that jumps off the page. You know, it's nice to see the offensive line dominate the line scrimmage like they were supposed to, really like they should have in the past two, two games. I think the offensive line played their best game of the season so far, but by far it's not even close. And also, it's nice to see an offense that doesn't abandon the run when it's unneeded, too. Because if the run is a success for you, why abandon it, you know? And that's what we didn't do. How many attempts did we have on the ground in total, Brady?
2: Rushing attempts? Yes. 54. Yeah. Yeah.
1: See, 54 attempts. That's a lot. Really try to establish a run and see what it can do for you.
0: Yeah, and I think we saw a little bit of what probably the coaches have seen from Gray. If he gets a little daylight, he's going to make those guys miss in the the defensive backfield. Yeah, he's got some nice cuts. Those cuts, man. And the O-line, specifically, I'm going to have to – Say the left side with Mctowr and them were dominating. Mctowr by far had yes. his best.
1: Wanya game. Morris. Wanya and Morris played great.
0: Oh, uh, Morris played great, played great but Mctowr, that was his best game by far.
2: Most yeah. improvement from anyone on the old line has to go to Matao. Not and just the first.
0: one. You know they did run. They did run a lot with Parker and Willis in some too, and they they were rolling people.
1: Well, also. Whenever they would run the ball too, they switched to a lot more off-tackle stuff today, which they had a lot of success with.
0: And they also switched to receivers in motion.
1: Yeah, they used a lot more motion too.
0: A lot of reverse, not reverse, but like in motion, they would hand it to that guy or fake it to that guy. So, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. How, about, how, I don't how know. about, you know, White goes out, and White was playing he's probably made, his best game of the year. Oh, well, Deshaun White was dominating the game. He was playing his best game. That was a dumb penalty. Dumb penalty. Stupid. But a good game. Yes, but stupid. Guys. Here's here's the biggest thing I've noticed this year about this team, especially defensively, is this. they They bring in, you get a lead, second half, they bring in what you would call the scrubs, and but they don't shoot. allow a lot of stuff. So, like, the drop-off, they're just – the standard is, hey, we're not going to allow anything. Lear's pass, they would just kind of, okay, it's our second team, no big deal. They don't play that way.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and then it was also nice to see Key Lawrence play good because the second half of the season last year, him and Justin Royals were the best players on our defense. And Key Lawrence, like, there was – especially the game versus Kansas – Last year, he was all over the field, making play after play after play. And, and it's nice to see the back that we know.
0: Yeah, and he's, he's a turnover machine. He dropped this pick, but yeah. he, he had a pick, and he also stripped one, point. but we didn't get the ball. Yeah. He's a hawk out there. I mean, yeah, a ball I, hawk.
2: I was very impressed. I think stat-wise, the way Canik played, jumped off the table. So he really only played in the second half. And to leave, oh, yeah. he was
0: only playing in the second half. That was great. And he but... didn't – he missed some, like, obvious tackles. Really. Yeah, like so sacks. he
2: definitely has a place to get better. But... I think it was
1: Ethan Downs' best game. hmm Yeah. Downs. Or... And also how um, uh, – Brand Venable said Jaron Kanak doesn't even know how to play a linebacker yet, and he's already out there tearing it up. So I can't imagine whenever he gets coached up for another year what he's going to be.
0: Oh, yeah. The I dude's
1: know, just it. getting started.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh,
2: let's now talk about kind of. We're gonna go defense first, and then we'll go offense first. We can go position by position about what looked good, or we can just talk about. Yeah, I think we just talk about defensive. Defensively, stuff. Uh, I will say the three-three-five worked really well. Uh, mm-hmm. That's essentially what it was because White was your third linebacker. I was and,
0: surprised they threw Harmon out there guys, and Harrington.
2: They threw Harmon out there because I think he's more of a safety. He had a bad play. I'll admit it. Well, I don't know if it was him or him. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch that play. But
1: Well, also, I feel like on that play, too, it was Justin Burrow's responsibility to, responsibility to drop over the top and have help in the middle of the field, and there was no one there.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because
1: Har- Har- Harmon kind of stopped for a second like there was going to be help.
0: Well, let's just say they were all getting the butt-chewing on the sideline. Yeah, uh, that defensively
2: – I think they were – with the offense kind of getting shut down on that first drive, I think they were more so on their heels, and they didn't really settle in on that first drive. But once they did settle
0: in, they looked very, very good. Well, the the biggest thing I've noticed is – the the defensive line and the you know Grinch's offense was he based all his offense on what he was like we got to get some tackles for loss that was his deal but yeah. they're actually doing it this year i mean they had nine more tackles for loss today and four more sacks yep their tackles for loss it's like they're living in the backfield it's unreal yeah. and Billy Bowman again had another great game mm-hmm. i bet he grades out in the mid 90s if you rewatch his tape, I bet he gets in the mid-90s grade-wise. He was all over the field, too. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. You got Downs, Stutzman, Bowman, kind of in the middle of that field, middle. It's all sophomores. All sophomores, man.
1: Yeah, And, all, and on, like, defensive end-wise, I would like to see a little more out of Marcus Stripling.
0: He, he got hurt. Yeah, he's yeah. not
1: – He's not. Yeah, hurt. he did, but he played a lot, quite a bit in the first half, I feel like. Yeah, he and, played quite a bit. I agree. And he with.
2: was hurt last week too.
1: Yeah, that's true. He did get but
2: banged up meeting, last week too. I me now, guys, I kind of like a sophomore played, Smith.
1: And, Well,
0: Luolu, Luolu, and, and that's day. That's what I was about to Yeah,
1: call. Jonah Laulu was – he was the best defensive end today, and I, I don't think it's that close.
2: Him or Downs or Grimes, they all played good.
1: Yeah. And, like, I guess we can talk some about the offense now, too. I really like how everyone or all of the skill players got involved today. You know, I want to say the only guy that was in the game that didn't get a touch was J.J. Hester and Jaden Gibson, I think, were the only guys that never got targeted. Well, yeah.
2: They were yeah but,
1: but they both came in the game with Gabriel, some.
2: Yeah, they wanted to go to. I think you could kind of tell they
0: wanted to get it to him, but. Gibson.
2: Yeah. 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 Guys, I've been saying it. Farouk, man, he finally. They, and I knew it was going to happen because the first couple games, like, those deep balls were there. This time it just kind of hit. And that pass day that DG threw to him, that one was right on the money to Farouk. And it was yeah. a double move, too.
1: Well, and then there was also a a slam that he dropped. That would have been a touchdown, I think.
0: He caught the next one right after it, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, then also, Dylan missed him on post. He was wide open.
1: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Dylan wasn't throwing it very well the deep ball today.
1: Well, also, I want to say on, like, three deep balls, too, his arm got hit. Two two or three.
0: He looked a little rattled in the first half, but, like, he settled in pretty good. I think he didn't turn it over. Look,
2: I think he made some... And if you just look at the stats and all, it's just like another one of those good, solid, sound performances where he manages the game, doesn't turn the ball over, makes some good plays. But that run, that was a – that's the biggest play of the year yet so far. Well,
0: that's if you, you want to hear a crazy stat, this one will blow your mind. So they had 77 yards on their first drive, Nebraska. The they had the 78 half. yards the rest of the game, or mm-hmm. it's the rest of the first half. The rest of the half, but but that's the the funny part about that. They had 78 yards the rest of the half on seven more possessions. Yeah. It's not like they got the ball three more times. They got the ball seven more times.
1: Yeah, and, and then also I think they only averaged like 2.2, 2.2 yards, yards per play 20. after that.
0: Yes. That's insane, and this is a good offense. I don't care what people say about Nebraska. Your I mean, offense
2: going into it, like, Anthony Grant was, like, he, let, he was top two in the nation rushing-wise, but I just want to point this out because this is something that caught my eye. Anthony Grant going into this game, his previous three games, he rushed for 101 yards, 189 yards, and 138 yards. Today against OU, he rushed for 36 yards.
1: Yeah, well, I feel like outside of – Texas, it's not a long shot to say this is the best offense we're going to face all year.
2: Texas and OSU, OSU probably.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know, but this like they have a, they do have some dudes on their offensive side of the ball. They just don't have a very
2: good offensive line. And we shut Casey Thompson down pretty well. He threw for 130 oh, yards on 20 attempts. But he threw for like
0: 60 in the first round. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I I couldn't be more pleased with the defense and the offense.
0: I thought, guys, I thought it looked
2: the the play that Willis threw it to Major. Oh my goodness, that was That's a sick so, play. Yeah.
0: Levy, mm-hmm. but guys, there was also OU scored on seven of their first ten possessions. The really the first drive was the bad one because the, sack, they, the next drive the next drive they had a screen pass to Gray that might have been a touchdown. touchdown. Great, guys. Great play call. Jeff Levy was in his bag today. Like, oh
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Well, also, I don't really like know how much we can say that against a defense as bad as Nebraska's, but I thought the play calling was terrific.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: I can agree, but this isn't a very good defense we were facing. Yeah,
2: and I don't. I get that, but it's. Kind of like when you're, in, you're kind of like in a rivalry game. I feel like how good or bad a team is. Usually, it's like, oh, we're playing Texas last year. Their defense sucks, but it's a rivalry well, game. Well,
0: OU played down to their opponents with Lincoln, and period. that did not happen today. And here's the deal: Did you see the video going around about the before the game where OU was walking back to the locker room, and those two guys in the background, one was on Nebraska staff, and or nebraska's he works for nebraska and the other one's with the big 10 and they were like wow they're a lot bigger than last year guys Schmidty's made a huge difference oh yeah it's unbelievable and another thing is yeah they look faster they are faster but another reason they look faster is they know where they're going they're prepared guys I, i can't tell you a lot of times i'm telling you then they know the plays that's getting ready to be run you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you're that prepared, and when they, you know, they have tough praxis, and Venables has said, "I want the games to be easy compared to praxis." Well, I think that's showing.
1: Yeah. Well, and then also like, I feel like Brent Venables too had Nebraska's offensive coordinator's way. Mark, what's his last he, name?
0: He was whippling up. Whipple. Seriously,
1: like hey. Brent. Basically, Brent Venables outside of the first outside of the first possession, him and Ted Roof were calling the game for Mark Whipple.
0: Oh, for sure. Yep. Sure. Well.
2: Yeah, and I think that first possession, I think it was just kind of we had to just settle into to the game. But, guys, with our player of the game predictions, offensively – I think I got it. I think you got it too. And Very I, great. And I love the game. Oh,
1: yeah, you definitely
0: got it.
2: Gray definitely got it. Two touchdowns, and he had some. Yeah.
0: Those cuts were just freaking nasty. Um, Defensively, I picked to White. Although, let's go back on the offense real quick. Jackson, you had a good one, too, because you a good say one. the 250 yards rushing.
1: Yeah. Well, I picked to Wanya Morris, and he, he played, played very well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Jackson, your prediction of your your bold take from last night, you said oh you was gonna um, get two hundred and fifty rushing yards, you were literally spot I mean, not even spot on, you were on that because three hundred and twenty or three hundred and thirty one rushing yards in today's game. Mm-hmm. Sitting on that. Um Defensively, it's gotta be Downs or White or Bowman, it could be any of the three we picked. Yeah downs. Yeah. He picked Downs. I picked White. I I I would have. I
1: mean, Brody, I think I would give it to you just based on, like, the sheer impact White had in the first half before he got ejected.
0: Yeah, the only problem is he only played a half. And, uh, yeah. That Downs play was freaking sick. Oh, uh, where he body slammed me? That was sick. To, Downs got uh, a good today, didn't he? Yeah, but he was in on more.
2: Like, he, mm. he had
0: mm-hmm. –
1: Well, also, like, if there's one complaint I have about the defensive line, it's that we need to be able to get quarterbacks and skill players down in the backfield. We can't let them break four tackles and keep running back to the line of scrimmage because that's happened several times this year. And I feel like that will get fixed over the course of the year, but I feel like that's something we need to improve upon.
0: Yeah. You know, I think Jaden Davis played pretty good today. Um, uh-huh. That pass interference was bogus,
2: by the way. Oh, my.
1: Jaden Davis got shoved. It should have been offensive.
0: Guys,
2: speaking about corners, we saw a good amount of Kanai today. I think he's kind of emerging as yeah. a quarterback four. Mm-hmm. I know you're high on him, Jackson. I think we all know. Yeah. That, that's a good sign to see him getting out there and getting some run.
1: Yeah, it is. He w- He came in and. Like, the first or second quarter, too, and made a tackle, I think.
2: He made a tackle for loss. Who's that? Kenai Walker. Yeah, he did.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He's, a free, he's a dude, bro.
1: That is. You know, I think we're finally I, – I think you guys can agree with me, but the defense is ahead of schedule right now.
0: Oh, I think so.
1: Like, they're ahead of schedule by far.
0: If you ask BV, he's the type to say they're –
1: they're not ahead of schedule. He would actually say they're behind.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but think about it. We would get a lead like, like this game. We could have got a 21-point lead in years past and still been worried. Yeah, it's like – It's totally different. There was a Mind point –
2: what was it? It was 21-7. Nebraska was kind of driving. It yeah, shut the door to the yeah. La- yeah, and that's like – you kind of get that feeling of it's like, okay, it's 28-7. to They're going to score. They're going to make it 28 28- to. 14, they're going to get the ball to have, and all of a sudden it's a one-score game. But that just never happened. Like, Mm-mm. it after the fir- first three possessions, it, it didn't even feel like there was going to be a chance for them. No. I agree.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was very, very pleased. And now, now we get to move on to K-State, who lost today.
1: What yeah. The heck?
0: yeah. They were looking ahead. They were looking ahead.
1: They were I don't know. I think we'll see uh a... I I really feel c- confident in our ability to stop Deuce Vaughn cuz if we, if we can stop him I think we don't have much to worry about. I watched that I, I watched that game today.
0: Martinez. I watched the game, the K State game. Literally, I'm not lying. 80% of the plays go to Deuce Vaughn either a run or pass. He's their whole team. Yeah, I yeah. To a Kansas State message board. I wouldn't be surprised if we put a spy on him, like Kanak White, or White. All they do is follow him, or Bowman. Bowman. They yeah, Bowman. They, I,
2: it seems like their play is off to Deuce Vaughn for a zero-yard game, off to Deuce Vaughn for a six-yard game, throw it, incomplete pass, punt.
1: Throw it to him on a check down or a slant or screen pass.
2: And then punt, like their whole offense. Martinez, he can
0: run, but he can't throw. I'm sorry.
2: It's gonna no. it's
0: gonna come down just to what B.B. said in this post game. It's gonna come down to the line of scrimmage every game. We've gotta dominate the line of scrimmage. Guys, if we do that, we're gonna be fine.
2: The O line looked a lot more improved today. And I don't know how much of that is just because Nebraska's not the best team up front. But neither was Kent State, and I was I liked what I saw from the O line. And I think mm-hmm. Those are going to be your guys out there, the five that were out there today.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing that that was interesting was Guyton started the game.
0: Yeah, I think that was just – Yeah, probably just for disciplinary. Yeah, but
1: I think we can stay with this offensive line for the rest of the year. I hope that game got uh, Mattower's season turned around too.
0: Oh, yeah, me too.
1: Because when you watch some of his film from Cal, he has that nastiness.
2: Oh, oh yeah. The, the play where Major ran in a one-yard touchdown. Dude, Tower was just putting his dude in the ground. And so was Wanya Morris. They both were. Like, that's what yeah. I want to see from the one.
1: Well, also, I think the most in, interesting formation I saw today was when Chris Murray and Tommy Walker, I want to say, were in the backfield oh. with Marcus Major.
0: Oh, yeah. And then they called timeout. But yeah.
1: Yeah. That was pretty. And it, I, I I wonder if I'm sure we'll see that again this year. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: just put him behind Chris Murray and let him run, dude. That. Yep. You think Murray's okay? He limped off there.
1: Yeah, yeah. he walked off. I think he. Yeah, off. yeah, he's good. I think he just tweaked his ankle. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: All right. Well, I think that's all we have to talk about. I mean, there's. Any Well, guys, Kansas is 3-0. Dude,
0: Kansas, man.
1: Lance Leipold has turned that program around.
0: Yeah, he definitely has. And, uh, before, is, is Lance Leipold the next Nebraska coach?
1: So. No, it's going to be Urban Meyer.
0: They want Urban Meyer bad.
1: No, obviously. apparently people were talking to Urban Meyer. I saw that from a lot more sources on Twitter, too.
0: They
2: met with him but He said they met with him, but he said that he doesn't know what it was for. It could have been Urban Meyer for the job, it could have been him, his like input on a different. They were chanting his name, like.
1: Mhm. There were, were people in the crowd that had shirts that say "Hi, Urban yeah. Meyer." I'm not sure if that's the best program choice, though.
0: Well, it's not going to be Mickey Joseph. And, no. And I think we just got Malachi Coleman, guys. Oh, Me too. How can you watch that game and say... The way we use tight end, Brendan, I mean, Brayden Willis, I mean... How can you watch that game and say, oh, yeah, I want to go play for Nebraska? I, you well, can't. How
2: soon do you think he commits? After this Ole Miss visit or whatever? No,
1: his commitment day is like October 22nd or something like that, or 27th.
0: Renal commits Monday.
1: Monday. I... I don't know what to think of Renard right now. I guess we'll, we'll, I guess we'll have to wait and see over the course of the week.
2: I have, it's Monday, right? So we got tomorrow. I think it's gonna be one of those like tomorrow. It's gonna be all Alabama, and I think if we're gonna get him. I think it's gonna be another one of those late pushes where it's like. Yep.
1: I we can never ca- count this staff out because they can recruit with anyone.
0: Oh, for sure. And if we don't get Renard. We're okay with that. I
1: mean, guys, if we don't... don't Well, we've entered the sweepstakes again for Caden McDonald, so... Yeah, yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, so... Guys, David Hicks, here in October. Commitment date for him. Early October. That's
2: a good sign.
1: That's some buzz, I think. Because I know he he was visiting Texas A&M. Tonight, but I don't think that's anything to be concerned about. And then I also heard that Peyton Bowen canceled his visit tonight. Yeah, and he's going to come back up to OU for the K State game. Oh, K State game's up there, with
0: the lights, baby. K State game's gonna be
1: lit. Yeah, his younger uh, brother Eli Bowen loves Javelin. I know you. I've heard. So,
0: dude, I know this is an OU podcast, but. T U man
1: Tulsa. yeah
0: dude davis brand's putting up some numbers
1: yeah but Ke- uh keelan stokes he their number one wide receiver he wouldn't start on ou but he would be in the second unit he's really good
0: oh yeah yeah so gonna have to watch usc lose tonight Oh, uh, well, we, well, That was one of your picks. But what about the South Carolina over Georgia? Yeah, that was a down That's down the pick. second pick you picked against Georgia but, this year. But the reason is, I always pick with who I want to win. I don't pick by who I think's gonna. That's win. why you can't pick. Kind of. Did Arkansas end up winning? Yeah, they won. Mm-hmm. I still, you got to move them down to what number twenty-five after that game? Terrible performance. Terrible. Florida, Florida's gonna lose again. No, they're they jumped up by three now. South Florida is awful. You know who their quarterback is? Gary Bohannon.
2: Yes. A M mm-hmm. leads 10-3. A&M's going to be back up there. Texas
1: is only up by 4 against UTSA in the third quarter.
0: Hey, how about uh, how about Oregon today? They kind of smashed BYU. That makes Baylor not look very good. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if anyone in the Big 12 can score with OU cuz of we'll use defense. The only team I think can score with OU maybe Texas.
1: is Texas. Texas.
0: Because the OSU game's in Norman, and so is Baylor. You put put both those games under the lights, crazy atmosphere, the
2: way our defense plays, listen. And I know that game's in a long time, but
0: I can't see Spencer Sanders just beating this defense. I'm sorry. You know what my favorite favorite play of the whole game was today? What? The first play out of second half connect. I... chases that guy down from behind and rips
1: the ball
0: yeah, out yeah, yeah. takes
1: it. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I think my my favorite play was probably I, I, I want to say the touchdown throw to Theo Weiss yeah, with where I'm Gabriel put that you. ball where Dylan Gabriel put put the ball. It was right in between two guys. It went through his hands, Theo Wiese's hands, and hit him right in the chest, and Wees got it when he got smacked.
2: That was a question. That was a, that was a touchdown where it just, like, it felt good to see Theo Wiese score. Oh, like yeah. His last touchdown was, what,
1: 2020? Yeah. Well, there was also a play where where I think he overthrew Wees twice today. because yeah. there's for sure that one like post route, that post corner kind of.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Where he yeah. ever threw Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that kind of wraps up our post game pod. We'll have some more pods throughout the week, but very impressive win. Just a another win. No on Just hey, mm-hmm. you said last night, let's get out of this game with a the win. They did
1: it. Yep.